This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponent and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we are going to be talking about entitlement. So why did I want to bring this topic to you all? Now, the number one reason that I wanted to bring this topic to you is because it's something that I don't think enough athletes are really understanding of but something that can really be detrimental to an athlete's career. You know, the quicker that you understand that you're not entitled to anything in your career, the better. The quicker you understand that you aren't entitled to anything in your career, the better. And I see so many athletes out there that, you know, they get a little bit of success, they win a couple of fights, and all of a sudden they feel like they're somebody. And as soon as they feel like they're somebody, they start to, you know, demand things that are just out of reach for them. And again, this is coming off pretty harsh right to start the show. And I want to make sure that I'm reiterating that you are accomplishing something. Absolutely. You're moving forwards in your career and that's a good thing. But what you really need to understand is that regardless of what you've done in your career, you can't sit there and be entitled. You can't sit there and feel like you deserve things. You've got to keep working for them because you can have all the feelings you want. But if people that are making the decisions in your sport don't agree, well, then you're just shit out of luck. So you've got two choices on how you can approach it. So the first thing I really want to talk about on this topic is that value is all about perception. So the reason I say this is because one area where I see entitlement get in the way for a lot of athletes is I see athletes that, you know, they expect sponsorships to just fall into their lap. You know, they've had a few fights, they've had a little bit of success, and they expect sponsorships to just come beating their doors down, and they get upset when that doesn't happen, or they get upset when a sponsor offers them free gear instead of a, you know, monthly contract that is going to pay them money. And what I really need you to understand is that value is all about perception. You might be sitting here thinking, you know, I've won three pro fights. I'm a big deal. I, you know, these guys should be paying me more money. But the sponsor might have five athletes on their roster that are winning fights on an international stage. And so now you are not as valuable to them as you feel you are. Right. Or a sponsor might be looking at you thinking, yeah, he's doing pretty well. Or, yeah, she's doing pretty well. But. What are they actually going to be able to do to help us? You know, I think a lot of athletes look at these situations, look at sponsorships, look at these other things involved in, you know, growing their careers and just assume that them existing is enough value for sponsors to come knocking on the door because you can be the greatest athlete in the world, but if you can't bring value to a company, why are they going to pay you money? If you can't bring value to a company, why are they going to pay you money? And you really need to understand that. You really need to get that through your head, that your value to these companies is all about perception. So, yes, the accomplishments in the sport matter. And I will never say that they don't. The accomplishments in the sport matter. 
if you're doing well, you are putting yourself in a better chance to get sponsorships, to get bigger opportunities, to have good things happen for you in your career. However, this doesn't mean that anyone owes you anything. This doesn't mean that sponsors are going to come knocking on your door. This doesn't mean that, you know, bigger organizations are going to come calling and just offer you big opportunities. This doesn't mean anything because the value is all about perception. If a bigger promotion is coming to look at you, they're going to look at you and yes, they're going to look at your record. Yeah, they're going to look at how well you're doing because again, if you're not doing well, then this whole conversation is moot and you need to get back to the drawing board and start winning fights. But if you're winning fights, if you're doing well, these bigger promotions are going to look at you and they're going to ask, is this guy or is this girl going to be good for business? And you might say, well, if I have a good record, then of course I will, right? But if you're not likable, if people don't know who you are, if people don't want to buy tickets to watch you fight, your value to that bigger promotion is diminished regardless of your record. So that's why you see guys get signed that are a lot newer and guys that aren't, the guys that have been around for a long time go a long time without getting signed to these bigger promotions. It's not because they're not skilled. It's not because they couldn't hang. It's because those guys aren't, aren't as good for business. Because in the end, every one of those organizations is a business. They're trying to make money. They're trying to sell tickets. They're trying to do all of these things. And if you are not going to help push them in the right direction, why are they going to give you an opportunity? Value is all about perception. So it comes down to that when it comes to bigger opportunities in the sport. It comes down to that when it comes to getting sponsorships, when it comes to all of these other areas in the sport. You need to understand that your value is all about perception. You might think that you're a very valuable asset to a company to sponsor. They might look at you and they might disagree. So you've got two choices. You can either sit and say, why don't these guys see the value? Oh, what? Well, like get mad about it. Or you can figure out why they don't see the value. You can make changes yourself. And in turn, you can start delivering them more value. Or one, and I know this is going to sound crazy, ask. I've, so, I've spoken to so many athletes that want sponsorships. You know, they want to start reaching these new levels in their career. They want companies to start paying them money. And I ask them, well, what can you offer that company? And they don't know. Now, when they don't know the answer, that's fine. I get it. You're not a business person by trade. But instead of sitting around saying, I don't know, but they should just come knocking on my door, send them a message on social media and say, hey, I am like introduce yourself. Tell them a little bit about what you're all about and then ask them what they need to see to want to sponsor you. Because if they say we want activity on social media and we want you to you know win five more fights and we want you know and they have a list of things now you know go out do those things accomplish those things that they're asking of you and then come back and say hey i've got all this activity on social media i've got all these new followers i've got all of this reason and all of this value that i can now deliver to you now will you pay me money and what do you think the chances are that this company is now going to turn around and actually pay you when you asked them what they want, they told you, and then you went out and did it? Now you have become a more valuable asset to that company. 
because your vision of how valuable you are to a company or how valuable you are to a promotion is just that, your vision. Their vision is what matters because they're the ones that make the decision. They're the ones that make the decision to pay you money or not to pay you money. They're the ones that make the decision to give you an opportunity or not to give you an opportunity. So they need to see you as valuable. Their perception needs to be that you're valuable. Now, one other thing I really want to make sure we're emphasizing with this, with this show, uh, with this episode, sorry, is that regardless of what you've accomplished, the sport is going to go on without you. Regardless of what you've accomplished, the sport is going to go on without you. Because I see a lot of athletes, you know, you see, you know, the big names in MMA right now, like, well, one of them is Conor McGregor. And I, like, it almost looks like he's got this vision that, you know, the UFC is just sitting around and waiting for the day that he decides to return. And yeah, don't get me wrong. Of course, when he decides to return, it's going to be a big money day. But even without him, they're fine. There's no athlete out there that is essential to the sport being able to continue. Yeah, there are some that are going to, you know, bring in a lot of money. There are some that are going to do well and, you know, make the company a lot of a lot of money. But there's no athlete in the world that is crucial to the continuation of any sport. So if you are on the come up right now, if you're working towards higher levels in the sport right, right now, I need you to understand that as you start to see success, don't get me wrong, you can negotiate contracts, you can ask for what you want, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you decide to you know, ask for what you want and the company says, no, we're not gonna pay you that, you, you gotta understand, you not accepting that and you deciding to sit out is only hurting you. They're gonna go on without you, they're gonna find somebody else, they're gonna find somebody else that's willing to take the deal. No one athlete is crucial to the continuation of a sport. The sport is going to go on without you. So as you start to see success, you can take that attitude that we see a lot of these higher level guys take and say, I'm worth this. And so I'm only going to keep competing if I get this amount of money or, you know, have these other demands. But the chances are, if they're not willing to give it to you or if they don't agree that that's a fair demand that you're making, they're going to kick you out we just saw it happen with francis and ghani recently as well and to be fair i liked the stuff that he was asking for in his contract if you don't know the ins and outs of that you can go check it out if you want to but basically ufc heavyweight champion of the world made some contract demands the ufc didn't decided not to match it and then they just released them francis and ghani is a big name would the ufc have benefited from keeping him absolutely but he was making demands that they didn't deem fair therefore they said okay see you later and you've got to understand obviously he seems happy with the decision too which is great but you've got to understand if you want to put yourself in that position and you want to make demands there's a good chance that the company you're you're fighting for the company you're working for isn't going to go for it and if they don't go for it you've got two choices you can either come back on your demands and compete anyway or you can get the hell out <laughs> because I understand you're trying to make a living for yourself. You're trying to make money. You're trying to do what you feel is fair for you, but they're doing the same. 
And yeah, there's arguments about, you know, how well companies are paying their athletes and things like that. And I agree. Athletes could be making more, 100%. But the UFC, as an example, with the UFC, they're also taking on all the risk. They're renting out the arena. They're paying the hundreds and hundreds of staff. They're paying all the fighters. All the cornermen are getting their free swag. Like, they put on the show, and they take all the risk. Obviously, physical risk aside here. But if you're making demands as an athlete coming in and saying, I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that, and the company isn't going for it, you've got to understand that you haven't proven that level of value to them yet. And you either have the choice of going somewhere else or you've got to prove that level of value. That's it. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is that you aren't anything without the team around you. And I know that sounds harsh, but as an athlete, you aren't anything without the team around you. But hold up before you get mad. That goes both ways as well. The team is nothing without you. Your coaches aren't at those big events without you, but you probably aren't at those big events without them. So again, coming from that place of entitlement, I see a lot of athletes out in the world that are, you know, reach a certain level of success and all of a sudden they feel like they're too big. You know, they've gotten, they've gone too far. They're getting too big. They're going too far. They're, you know, their name is getting bigger, whatever it might be. And they start to forget where they came from. They start to forget the people who have had their back from day one. They start to forget, you know, the people who have helped them build into who they've become. So if you're in that position right now where you're starting to gain a little bit more success, you're starting to, you know, move up to higher levels. You have two choices of what kind of person you want to be. You can be that guy that, you know, decides, fuck my team, fuck everyone who's been around me, fuck everyone who's had my back, and just take your success for you and see how far it takes you. Or you can understand that without your team around you, you probably wouldn't be where you are. Without your team around you, you probably don't have a great place to come back to if something goes wrong. You know, how many times have we seen that? Athlete sees success, starts shooting up the ladder, forgets the people around them, and then all of a sudden when they crash and burn, they've got nobody to turn to. So you can decide what kind of person you want to be, what kind of athlete you want to be, what kind of person you want to be about those people that are around you, those people that are helping you, those people that are helping you rise through the ranks. If you want to be that kind of guy that, again, takes all your success for you, you can do that. There's nothing stopping you. but understand that the people who help get you there are going to be crucial to continuing to help you see success. Because unless you've accomplished everything that you've wanted to accomplish in your sport, everything that you've wanted to accomplish in your career, unless you've gotten to that point, there's still more to go. There's still further to climb. And if you start taking all of that success and letting it get to your head, you start taking all of that success and letting it change you, you're going to start losing the people who have been along that climb with you. And if you start losing those people, if you start losing the people that have been along the climb with you, then when you hit that new level, there's still more to learn. There's still more to do. There's still more work to be done. And if you don't have that team that's there and ready to back you up because you've pushed them away, 
How well are you going to do when you hit that new level? What are you going to be able to do when you're there on your own instead of with the team that's been around you? Because if you're letting this happen, if you're putting yourself in that bad position, if you're putting yourself in that position where you're reaching these new levels alone, now, when you hit those new levels and when those new challenges come up, you're lost. And then sure, you made it a certain distance on your own, but by bringing your team with you, by helping everyone rise together, now, when that new level comes, you've got a team around you to help you tackle it. And that's truly the way you're going to see success long-term is by keeping yourself humble, by keeping your team around you, by building everyone up together so that when each new level arises, you can tackle the challenges that come with that new level. Because yes, what I said in the beginning there sounded harsh. You are nothing without the team around you, but the team around you is nothing without you either. So being able to rise together is going to be the best way to continue to see success as you reach higher and higher levels. So that is it. That is all. I hope you got some value from this episode today. I appreciate all of you who tuned in live. Uh, for those of you who have tuned into the sh- who haven't tuned into the show before, make sure to go check out the podcast, theelitedevelopmentpodcast.ca, or you can find it on Spotify, Apple, any major podcast platform. The goal of this show, like I mentioned, is to help athletes reach new levels of success in their sport, help athletes reach bigger and better things in their sport, and we do that through you. So my one ask is that if you got value from the show today, make sure to go back, share this show with a friend, with a teammate, with anyone else who needs to hear the message. So that's it for me. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.